Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one. Hey, we're back. Welcome. It is, uh, what is it today, Julie? June the 10th? It is the 10th. <laughs> How'd that happen? And we're, I think it's Wednesday. We're almost halfway. It is Wednesday. And we're almost <laughs> half. Why were you looking around your desk to know what um, day it was? Because <laughs> I usually have something reminding me somewhere. I don't know. I've just been on a lot of calls. I'm getting caught up here. Yeah, me too. So many uh, great things that you sent me today. Thank you for that. I know. A lot of cool articles, right? Yeah. I'll Very tell you, good. so Julie and I are, of course, going to review and comment on the leading real estate headlines and maybe some obscure real estate related headlines. We have a really fun show prepared for all of you guys today. And I want to start out by congratulating all of you who are in action. I've been receiving a lot of great emails, a lot of great comments, just everyone's, you know, and I honestly, guys, we do appreciate you guys showing gratitude and thanking us for helping you, um, you know, essentially weather the storm and how to, you know, all yeah. the taking advantage of all the government programs we've told you how to do and how to prepare for the market that's probably coming towards the end of the year. It's, when I hear or read or see something from somebody that actually gets it, that understands that A, their highest and truest purpose in this planet is being of service to others and B, that truly their the purpose of their business, aside from being of service to others, is to make profit. Um, and then not getting seduced by some of the pretty shiny things that are all over the real estate industry. When I, when I am communicating with somebody who actually sees themselves as what they are, which is a business owner, I cannot tell you how good that makes me feel. Because it lets me know that Julie, frankly, it lets me know there's hope for our industry, but it also lets me know that Julie and I are having an impact. Because I do know from personal experience and from, you know, frankly, coaching a billion of you for a billion years, mm -hmm. that when you think like what we are hoping you think as a business owner and you take the actions that we're hoping that you take, we absolutely know everything in your life will get better. Because what happens is when you're, when you're in the act of getting your business together and you're in the act of improving yourself and learning the new skills necessary for this new market, by a natural byproduct, as you become more affluent as you see the benefit of your work and you see how people are more appreciative of you because you're able to be of more service to them, you then get all the other aspects of your life together. It is extremely rare that I ever meet somebody, and I want you all to think about this too, that is not, for example, you know, financially well off, that's not also well off in other aspects of their lives. It is a myth, and this is something I want you to be very clear about. There's two big myths that hold a lot of you back. You think for you to be successful financially and you'd have a successful business, you think you have to sacrifice in the other categories of your life. Now, I'm not saying that there are not costs that are associated with focusing on, say, for example, if you wanted to build a, you know, have a beautiful body and you wanted to go to the gym all the time and you wanted to, and if you got obsessive about it, if you went overboard, yeah, there are going to be other costs. Your family is going to miss you. Your finances are going to suffer. There's going to be downside to actually acting like that. But if you follow the coaching that we provide, if you follow a schedule, if you actually approach your business like a real true professional, you'll find that all aspects of your life improve. There is no cost to becoming more successful. 
There is no cost emotionally, personally. And if anything, what happens is it, it reinforces the muscles mentally and emotionally and physically for you to actually improve all aspects of your life. And so when I hear some of you who have been listening to us, who have been you know coaching clients for a long time, and I see the changes that are happening in your lives, it makes Julie and I feel remarkable. It really does. So thank you for sharing your continued success stories with us, Julie. Yes. I mean, I'm completely concurrent with that. I'm so proud of these guys. I've had a lot of coaching calls today and I would, I would have to say 100% of them are now, after only being allowed to be out in the wild selling not even at a normal pace in a normal way, right, or whatever that means, you know, limited showings and open houses and all that, they are not just caught up, but many of our listeners and our coaching clients are ahead by 5 or 10%, which is incredible in a pandemic year full of murder hornets and aliens. I'm <laughs> right. just saying. That's right. pretty awesome. Good, you know. And by the way, those numbers are not counting their PPP money, their EIDL money, anything like that. These are legit, you know, listings are up, closings are up. Uh, you know, one of our great clients in Canada has 18 pendings right now. I just got off the phone with clients in Washington state. They, they have almost not, almost 100 closed already. Wow. And they have, I think, 54 pending. Yeah, so well, that's Chuck, amazing. Chuck Williamson in North yeah. Carolina, he's he's already closed over 100 this year, you know, despite the pandemic. And he told yes. me two weeks ago that the word on the street when the, what the, the police were warning that there was going to be some sort of protest in yep. his neighborhood. Doesn't matter. Chuck's going to still sell over 200 houses this year. Call it McDonald is doing remarkable. Mm -hmm. All of our you know great clients all over the Midwest are doing amazing. Yes. So the reality of it is, is the people that entered into this, you know, essentially this shit show of, <laughs> that we've been dealing with yeah. for the last four months. The people that entered into it doing the right things did not suffer. It's the people that were not prepared that have suffered. Yes. So why is it important that you understand that? You do have time pre to prepare for what we do feel is going to be the next significant Call it what you will, but it's not going to be a good time for many people that's going to happen towards the end of this year into next year. Yeah. There is no doubt, and Julie and I are going to share some articles with you today, that the end of this year going into next year, unless there's a bunch of miracles that happen, and hopefully you guys are praying for those miracles too. And I'm talking about essentially an unemployment rate dropping you know, to the point where it's, the, uh, the, it's not sort of being falsified. Right now, people, a lot of people are getting their jobs again. Because the employers took out PPP loans and they don't want to have to have those uh, become loans. They want to have them turn into grants. So they have to follow the rules and they have to basically, you know, rehire a certain number of people and all the whole thing, right? So the reality of it is, is what we're going to see at the end of this year is the real essential downside to this economic calamity that we're all living through. Um, we don't feel it now. You don't feel it. I don't feel it. Here, Julie and I are sharing you with all this great housing news. But understand, there's just a series of dominoes that have to fall because of what we've experienced. The housing right. right now, interest rates are great. You know, mortgage qualification stuff is actually loosened up, believe it or not. Yep. You have um, a lot of people that are essentially not having to sell their houses because they are having their houses in mortgage forbearance. So you're not seeing a precipitous drop in prices. You know, all these reasons that right now it feels like we're in a recovery mode, but we're not. All this is essentially, and I mean, this is how I honestly feel. I don't know if this is very smart of me to say, but I honestly am grateful that the government did all this stuff. I'm grateful that the government gave everyone yeah. an opportunity to catch their breath and use some of these government financial lifelines. I'm talking about you, uh, real estate agents, you brokers, you small business owners. Mm -hmm. So if you've not yet taken full advantage of all those programs, we've gathered all the information about the EIDL loan, the PPP loan, mortgage forbearances, everything you can possibly imagine is waiting for you. 
to, and you know, we update this information constantly. Fortunately, there hasn't been a lot of needed updates in like the last two weeks. Please go to, uh, just text the word survival to 31996. Text the word survival to 31996. And when we do, and when you do that, we're going to text you back a link and you can join our free coaching program. Do not be confused. Um, this coaching program is maybe 5% of what our normal coaching program is, but it does include the real estate treasure map, does include the 90-day massive action plan, does give you an uh, opportunity to join the daily semi-private coaching call, does give you all the information on all these government lifeline programs. Every single one of you listening must take advantage of all those programs. I had a coaching call this morning with a coaching client, of course, whose name will remain uh, anonymous, and he got an EIDL loan for um, $150,000. And I just want to help you guys think clear on this, okay? Now, the EIDL loan, you have to use it for specific things and you have, you know, there's rules and regulations and Julie are not attorneys and we're not accountants and we're not anywhere qualified to talk to you about EIDL loans, but this is what we, mm -hmm. we've observed, okay? So he told me, and I don't want you to think like this, he told me he was planning on using his cash savings to pay off debt and then the EIDL loan would essentially become his emergency money. So I want you to think of it like this. He's in a plane, he has his first parachute and he has a second parachute. His first parachute is the cash savings that he's built up and the second parachute is if for some reason, you know, he absolutely needed to pull the second chute, that was the EIDL money because he has the loan in place. He already signed the paperwork, right? And I told him that's absolutely the wrong way to think. First of all, he should never have to jump out of the plane. And that's where the fallacy was in his thinking. You don't want to have to get to a point where you even have to touch either one of your parachutes, let alone the first one or the second one. Does that make sense, Julie? Absolutely. That which comes down to preparedness, right? right. So proper previous, previous planning prevents pitifully poor, poor performance. performance. You know, you don't want to step away from the parachutes, right? It's better to not need them at all. I tease coaching clients all the time. That's why it's called savings. It's not called spending. But, but I wonder how many of them are actually right now subconsciously or maybe not even yeah. subconsciously operating on the premise that they're going to live off their PPP yeah. and that they're going to live off their EIDL. That is an enormous no. mistake. And that is not what we coached you to do. Nope. It, it is your absolute backstop plan should a zombie apocalypse come to your doorstep which, which we do you know it won't but we're going to plan for the worst hope for the best right and so if you operate under the assumption that it is going to happen fourth quarter first quarter into yeah. 2021 even if it doesn't you're going to be over prepared yes. and the over preparedness is not having to jump out of the plane the jumping out of the plane would be because you failed to do what you're supposed to be doing now and that's what we teach you in the coaching program I mean, we touch on it, of course, in the free coaching program, but the primary coaching program, which is called Premier Coaching, is something that all of you should seriously be considering right now. And we've actually said, uh, we have, an, you know, every single one of you guys can join. Do not delay. Normally, we limit the number of agents that can join per month into Premier Coaching, but we obviously changed that a few months ago because so many more of you wanted to join. The first thing, and here's what you can do. If you want to learn about the coaching program, just text the word Harris to 31996. But no matter what, make sure you text the word survival to 31996 and you can get on the free coaching program. You can also learn about premier coaching along the way. All right, Julie, let's get to the articles. Yes, and we're going to go through these relatively quickly because there's a lot. I mentioned this one because you have to understand what the National Association of Realtors actually does for you. Say and, the source. Uh, this is from Housing Wire. NAR urges Congress to pass emergency rental assistance for housing providers. Warns of a larger crisis if eviction moratorium is not paired with mortgage forbearance for providers. So NAR is going to bat for you. There are, and this is a state-by-state state thing. 
what the moratoriums are. The point is that, you know, if you have a mortgage and you have a tenant that's protected, you know, and they, they are not making their mortgage payments and you can't evict them, well, you don't want to go into foreclosure yourself if you are a property owner. So NAR is going to bat for you on that. That's something that we're watching. Next one is the Fed is considering how long to stay at low rates. This is a by, decision. By, by the way, listeners, all of these articles that Julie is referencing, we sent over to our editorial staff and they're going to be doing um, articles on our main website, Tim and Julie Harris, about this content. So the article that Julie just shared with you, it is on Housing Wire, but that would be something fantastic to say. If you're looking for you know, what to share in your social media, what to share when you're communicating with your centers of influence and past clients, that right there would be something that at least the investor portion of your past clients, centers of influence, and whoever's following you, that's definitely something they're going to want to know about. Yes, that's right. And so this next one is from Bloomberg. The Fed is to consider how long to stay at zero rates, decision day, guide this is tracking a lot of different things. One of the notable things from this article is uh, joblessness may be projected to decline over the following two years as the labor market heals and inflation forecasts are likely to be lowered. But they're also taking a break from reporting for a month to see what the virus is going to do. This is more indication of uncertainty. Uh, let's see, it said, it, but however, they have said that they'll keep interest rates at zero until the economy has, quote, weathered recent events and is on track for full employment and price stability. So there's lots of things that they are studying to see what's going on with interest rates. So that's on Bloomberg. And next we have, uh, I think this is good news. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, this is a Housing Wire article as well. Fannie and Freddie say that forbearance is uh, manageable. Okay, Mark Calabria, who heads the government's watchdog agency overseeing Fannie and Freddie, told the Senate Banking Committee that forbearance requests for loans backed by the GSEs have begun to level off. So this is good news that, you know, you don't want lenders freaking out because then they up their requirements and it makes it a pain in the neck for everything else. So there's that. All right, what else do we need to go to? That was Housing Wire. Then we have, um, which one do you want to go to next? There's a lot to go to. Five There's lessons. a lot. I sent you a ton of articles. <laughs> yeah, five lessons that entrepreneurs can apply to their businesses post PPP. This is a CNBC article. Uh, let's see, small businesses that have operated informally were left at a disadvantage when they applied for the program. Uh, let's see, where are their things? Okay, well, I think this is all right in our wheelhouse. These are their recommendations. Keep an eye on your cash. Cash is king, especially in, an, in a uh, crisis. Establish relationships with your local bank. How many of these guys struggled to get that PPP money because they didn't have their banking relationships this, sorted out this or they is didn't actually, understand it? This is actually touching on something. I had mm -hmm. somebody else ask me, do, the, do we think there'll be a continuation of all these programs? Mm -hmm. Yes, there will definitely be a continuation of all the programs. I would be shocked yeah. if they didn't come out. There, no, look, it, it's not. there's not even a question. There are going to be more never-ending bailouts, that are going to happen with no end in sight. Especially There's, because it seems to be working to delay the whole, you know, hitting the fan with the rest of the picture. Right. Well, it's because, for example, there's going to be bailouts that are going to happen for the cities, the municipalities, some of the states. There's going to be bailouts that are going to happen for all kinds of obscure things, but they're not going to make headlines. But you're going to see an absolute continuation of more Fed money that's going into buying uh, different asset classes. They're buying supposedly believe it or not, think about this, the Fed is going to start buying for other forms of securities. Like for example, they might even go into the stock market and start buying stocks. 
They're going to buy more bonds. They're going to buy everything because what they're trying to avoid happening is some sort of massive devaluation of any sort of you know asset class for fear basically that it's going to strike its own you know economic you know pat, or pan, pandemic. Right. And that's what they're really trying to avoid. And so there will be no end to the uh, continued support because what happens is is people get addicted to it. Yeah. If you and I mean that in the the truest sense of the word. I'll give you another example. And I sent you this article yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I forget where I found this one. But there are like Republicans and Democrats who are right now working to have a continuation of the unemployment uh, money yeah. of the $600 additional to, you know, uh, per week on top of whatever your state's paying you. Do you think anybody is going to vote against that given this is an election year? No so. way. Mm-hmm. And whoever basically, you know, everyone's going to, if anybody, Congress, Senate, whatever, were to say we're not going to vote for it, they're not going to get reelected. So these guys are going to be in massive vote buying modes for years and years to come. Now, the problem with all this is, yes, it'll create an an artificial inflation or or continuation of the inflation of certain asset classes. This is what experts are all concluding. But still, it does cause a slower unraveling of some of the, you know, like housing, for example. So you can get, you can stay in your house with being unemployed. You can go on unemployment, not, you know, you hopefully, listener, but somebody you know, and they could stay in their house, be on mortgage forbearance for who knows how long and living off unemployment for who knows how long. And, you know, that probably is going to happen. So th- you're going to see new group. Now, here's the problem. They're not going to sell and they can't buy if they sold because no one's going to give them a loan if they're unemployed. So you're going to see all kinds of weird things that are <laughs> going to Which doesn't help the inventory problem, but does help the person living in the house. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd rather have them stay in the house. Even, right. But, you know, these, these sort of, you know, overreaching uh, government programs, they don't come without a cost. Sure. But And we're going to start seeing that, you know, cost show itself into next year. So the most important thing for all of you guys to take away, any other interesting headlines? Well, oh, okay. you like this one. You, did, you missed this one. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Uh, I, I thought one was great. Let me open this one up. This is from CNN and is opening. Okay, let me see if I can say this right. Cinquefrondi, the COVID-free Italian town selling $1 houses. Maybe this is our things we love. Yeah, Uh, The global pandemic has put a halt to many travel experiences, including the rush to snap up Italian homes at bargain prices. But now that some places are emerging from restrictions, the country's $1 home bonanza seems to be back on. And the deals are better than ever. Cinquefrondi, a community in the southern region of Calabria, calls itself a COVID-free village after swerving the ravages of the virus and hopes its status will sweeten the appeal of homes it's putting on the market for one euro, a little bit over a dollar. The aim, like other destinations making similar offers, is to reverse a depopulation trend caused by younger folks heading off in search of work. In Cinque Frondi, Mayor Michel Conia considers the task so serious he's given it a code name, Operation Beauty. I like that. That's awesome. Well, but if you, this is a long article and a lot of beautiful pictures, but at the yeah. end of the article, it talks about the fact that, that they're, cool. starting, yeah, they're starting to attract people from all over Europe to basically move there because of the fact that they're fearful of a virus returning. It, I mean, they talk about yeah. Germans moving there and all yeah. sorts of things. I thought that was just awesome. Now, the pictures look wonderful, but I bet you that place looks like an absolute nightmare the closer you get. Well, look at this one. Look how overgrown that looks. There's not a window in a building. Uh, Well, it's suffering from depopulation, but maybe just like some of our American towns, they will have a resurgence because people will be reinvesting, and it does seem to be like a pretty good deal. I've got to read more about this. This is pretty cool. I I knew you'd like that article. There you go. It is. Uh, Ruins of Greek fortresses, a strategic ancient Greek road built to connect the two seas, a Roman villa, destroyed monasteries, and pagan temples. 
little bit of everything. Something for everyone. <laughs> a melting pot, they say. We're welcoming people. Um, so, yeah, that's that would be an interesting little field trip, wouldn't it? Yeah. All it, right. So I've got to get to premiere shortly. But, again, you know, I, I'm so encouraged by these guys taking action and the results that they're getting. As I've reported previously, when you take action in this market, you're going to be thanked for that. You're going to get great results because the people buying and selling right now are really motivated. They're motivated to get their mortgages done before they actually go in contract. That's good for everyone. The sellers are motivated to get out and reinvest. You know, you you do. I am seeing them get a better response faster. So, so let me ask you a question. Yes. If you are an agent and you're listening to this show for the first time, and congratulations if that's who you are and you're listening to us for the and first welcome. time, this is the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents, at least in the United States. Mm -hmm. So if you're that agent and you're hearing us for the first time and you are coming from this world where mm -hmm. everyone knows blowing sunshine up your skirt constantly yeah. and trying to lead you to believe that you can just buy your way to success. And mm -hmm. even though you're sort of seeing and feeling and intuitively, you know, the world's changing. Okay. But you're hearing our messaging for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of scary. We're asking them to be uncomfortable, yeah. We're asking them to do what they don't want to do and they don't want to do it at the highest level. How would you, or what would you say to that person to get them to take the most action the quickest, knowing with a high level of certainty that if they didn't, they'd be needlessly suffering in less than six months? Yes, I would say, don't be creative. Don't fight what we're saying. Trust us, take action, plan for the worst, hope for the best, but you absolutely must be in action. You can't live on hopium. You know, you've got to absolutely do what we say and just trust us. And if you have any doubt, go get the Harris Rules book from Amazon because that will fill in a lot of the gaps, especially if you're a newer listener, it's going to connect the dots for you. I'd Back also in. tell them to do the 90-day massive yes. action plan for sure. And the 90-day massive action plan is free in the in the free coaching program. Just text the word survival to 31996 and they'll tell you exactly what you're supposed to be doing every single day for the next 90 days. And, and here's the other thing, and this is kind of an interesting little self-examination, introspection, if you will. Notice how much or how you react to the very things in real estate that will get you the results the fastest. And notice how you not only don't want to do them, you look for justifications for not doing them. And I'm talking about direct contacts to people. I'm talking about learning how to pre-qualify, learning how to go on a listing presentation in a competitive situation and win. I'm talking about doing all the real work of real estate. And yet, how many of you are attracted to gimmicks all day? You're going to basically comb all over the internet looking for some new gimmick to lead generate. Somebody's going to tell you some new Facebook ad or maybe some clever TikTok strategy. You're wasting your time, listeners. Look, I'm not saying those things, those ideas don't have a place, but what I'm saying is they don't have a place now because you need to be focusing all your best interests and energies on the things that are going to put you in a position to help the most people the quickest and financially take care of yourself. All those other gimmicky ideas take too long to implement. Like, for example, if someone tells you, think about the complexity of making sort of a... Um, a, uh, like a, an online campaign work. There are so many moving parts to making an online campaign work. You know, you have to have all the, the, the all the you know click funnels and all the Mickey Mouse working perfectly. You have to have the right phrasing on your ads. You then, but let's just say you be, you turn out you're an internet marketing genius, okay? And maybe some of you are. Now you're an internet marketing genius. You generate a bunch of leads. And then what are you going to do with them? You just throw them in some sort of long-term lead follow-up drip campaign. And those things have been proven so many times to be a waste of time. The, now, the, 
versus say for example the agent that lead generates and then they get on the phone and they actually call the person back urgently and then they pre-qualify them. I'm going to give you guys an example. Now this is a, an example that's probably most of you will not know this company. It's called housevalues.com. So housevalues.com was an idea that actually worked for a while really well and here's what they did. They were running TV ads and they were running really cute little commercials that basically said, are you curious about your house's value? If you are, go to this website, put in your basic information, and you know one of our house values representatives in your area will do a CMA for you and send it back. I mean, that wasn't the phrasing, but that was the gist of it. So it's direct marketing stuff that all of you guys are doing a version of it that do any kind of marketing you have, you know, wanna know your house values at. It wasn't a new idea, but the idea that the reason it worked it's because they're simple system and because they're running the ads on TV. And they would come to a market like where Julie and I were selling in Columbus, Ohio, um, and they would not have a lot of competition. Now, without a doubt, I mean, it would took six months, maybe a year before there were all these other house values type companies that were also trying to do the same thing. Then the idea became oversaturated and stopped working. But that wasn't the point of what I'm trying to tell you. We did that. We were, I think, the first house values customer back in the 90s in Columbus, Ohio. My brother, who was selling real estate in Seattle, where they started, told me about him. And I encouraged them to come to Columbus. So we would get these leads. And the leads would, generally speaking, be pretty good quality. Now, they had this long, elaborate script and sales process, which was trying to get uh, house values agents to, you know, obviously put these sellers into, you know, drip campaigns and all of that. We didn't do it. What Julie and I would do is we would call them back right away and we'd, you know, essentially say, hey, this is Tim Harris with Remax, you know, and also your local house values rep. I was just working on your CMA request and I, you know, I'm just confirming a couple of the details and I'll get this over to you today. And then I'd say, okay, sure. And then I'd say, by the way, ideally, how soon do you want the house sold? Right? That's what I said. And what I would then determine from their answer was to whether or not they were actually motivated or really, you know, where is it that, they, why were they asking for the CMA? Maybe they're asking it just for curiosity. Maybe they're asking because they're thinking about refinancing. It wouldn't really matter. But that's how I would go through the leads quickly. And honestly, guys, if they weren't motivated, if they're just time wasters, I, I would do nothing with them. I would do the CMA. I would send it back. And then I wish them the best of luck. Now, why did we manage our business that way? Why do we want you guys to manage your businesses that way? Because we knew the long-term email drip campaigns and all, the, all that stuff doesn't work at a high level. But we also knew that having all that stuff be sort of it was a mental burden. If you have to build and maintain all these systems to essentially you know, service all these unmotivated leads, what that's going to do is cover up the most motivated leads. Some of you have these big lead funnels that you've never really actually done any real work on. You haven't called them. You haven't used scripts to actually drill down and find out what their motivation is. And again, we were focused and our business was always focused on going after listings because when you take a listing, the average listing can generate up to, I mean, minimum of at least three transactions. You have the seller that's probably going to you know, buy something up or down price range wise. You have the actual listing selling. You usually pick up a buyer, at least one buyer from just you know basic sign marketing, those types of things. So if you focus all your best energy on going after listings and listing leads, guys, are generally free. You can, and that's what our coaching program teaches you how to do is go after the free listing leads. And then we teach you how to determine how, what their level of motivation is. And then we teach you how to actually compete to get the listing. Our pre-listing pack is copywritten. You can use it, just copy it, you know, and then obviously the listing presentation, the whole process is done for you. 
It's essentially a turnkey system so you can urgently and immediately start being a listing agent. That's where you should be spending your best energies now. And that's what the 90 day massive action plan short points you towards. That's what our company is all about. We are going to have a, um, a, a, a marketing and a branding widget, but we are going to make sure and to do our best to make sure everybody knows that yes, you can explore doing the marketing and branding, but it's not needed nor necessary until you have the absolute drilled down lead generation spokes. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, read our book, Harris Rules. And the core spokes you have to have first, obviously, that being core, are the ones that are proactive lead generation. And once you do that, once you know every single day you can wake up and set a listing appointment, does not matter what's going on, the weather, the news, interest rates, who the president is, does not, not nothing, none of it matters. If you know with 100% certainty that every single day you can wake up and you can set a pre-qualified listing appointment, and that's what we teach you how to do in our coaching program, you might not ever be attracted to all the gimmicky stuff. Though we do suggest that once you do have your core spokes, your core three or four lead generation spokes, which all have to be based on um, proactive lead generation, once you have those in place, yes, of course, then you can embellish what you're doing with a little bit of the branding and the marketing. But what many of you have been lied about and told this is the way to do it is that you somehow do the branding and the marketing first and then somehow miraculously the business is going to come to you. That is not the way it works in any business, guys. That's not the way it works in a business where you're self-employed, where you're 100% commissioned. You have to learn how to go after the business yourself. That's what we do. That's what we focus you on. So if you guys are looking for direction right now, if you're still getting ready to get started and you're not sure what to do, we just told you. 28 minutes, <laughs> we've been telling you exactly what action steps to take. I'm genuinely curious how many of you are actually going to pursue the path that we just logically laid out in front of you versus basically still wasting time and doing what you were doing you know, four months ago, hoping and praying that somehow it'll work and then also maybe spending more time going about looking for more gimmicky ideas so you don't actually have to learn how to do the real work of real estate. There is zero chance if you take that stance, you're not going to be needlessly suffering towards the end of this year. Does it just make sense, listeners? It should. We've presented a very logical argument for you to finally embrace the lifestyle of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Everything you're looking for in life comes on the other side of that. Everything. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Hopefully that resonates with all of you. Listen, guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for agents. Thank you for continuing to make our Harris Rules book, which came out a year ago, almost to the day, um, such a great seller. Thank you for uh, continuing to support the messaging Julie and I are putting out there. Look, we realize that it doesn't resonate with everybody because not everybody wants to be told, essentially, you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But what happens in everybody's life and everybody's business is eventually they come around to realizing that they should have been doing the exact things we told them or they were telling all of you to do, and then they would have saved themselves massive amounts of time, energy, and money. They would have been way further up the financial mountain than they are had they actually embraced doing what they didn't want to do and they didn't want to do it at the highest level. You guys know who I'm, what I'm talking about because I hear from you. I hear so many of you saying you wish you would have heard Julie and I you know, tuned into us or maybe you did, you just didn't listen years ago and you would have been way better off now. So for all of you 
who are trying to decide what direction you should go, you need to follow what we're saying because what we're saying is going to prepare you for what is going to come next in this economy and the housing market. Please listen to what we're saying. If you do not have the courage to do it for yourself, think about your family. If you do not have a family, if you're a single person and you don't have anyone you're responsible for other than yourself, just think about yourself then, right? Think about or think about the people you could have otherwise helped during these times that are going to be very you know, challenging for the ill-prepared. Please, the best way to help the downtrodden guys is not to join them. And the best way for me to help you is make it so you realize that you can be a person of power, influence, and you know, honestly, you can rise to your truest purpose, which is being of service to other people, provided that you are financially prepared and have the skill set necessary to make it through the storm. If the next, you know, I told you guys about the plane and the first parachute and the second parachute. Well, here's a thought for you. You got to make it so that you're not even having to think about opening the door and jumping out of that plane because that plane is soaring to higher altitudes. That's on you. That's your decision. We're going to give you the information on how to fly the plane, fuel the plane, prepare the plane. But whether or not you decide to follow our directions or not, that's completely up to you. I hope you do, because if you do, what's going to come next in the economy, though it be you know challenging for many, will be the greatest opportunity for you to essentially build a miraculous future. The greatest fortunes of humanity have always been made during the greatest times of change. You're living through one now. If there's anything we can do for you guys, remember you can text me at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. If you've not joined the free coaching program, text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Have a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.